would someone like to do the intro because I did it last time? Just to like share the load, because otherwise it's Share a bit... the oh, load. Oh, I love sharing loads. Share the load. Share the load with me, ladies. No. Oh my. <laughs> this is staying in. <laughs> so welcome to episode two of the Shady Ladies podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for all your support and all the, the kind of positive reactions to the first podcast that we did. I am, of course, joined by Hannah. Hello. And Jista. Hello. Yes. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you Hello. doing? Great. Good. Very, very <laughs> enthused answers. Thanks for that. I, um, <laughs> I am, I'm fucking great. I finished Metro today. Oh, how was it? Uh, well, so, I am delighted to report, this is going to date the podcast, but there's a few things we're going to talk about today which might date it. Uh, they did a big, big patch yesterday um, yep. to fix a load of crashes, and it seemed to have fixed my blue screening issues, because I was having loads of crashes and blue screens um, playing it, mm -hmm. and we were just powering through, because it was so much fun. It's not amazing, the script writing is appalling. <laughs> um, but it looks amazing, it sounds amazing, and it's a lot of fun to like scavenge and stuff. It's a it's a darker Fallout at the oh, heart good. of it. Yeah. It's like Resident Evil and Fallout had a baby, and I'm quite happy with that, with a bit of alien in there. The base of books, aren't they? By Dmitry Glukowski. Yes, but yeah, a lot of fun, uh, despite all the issues. But I would say if you want to go and pick it up, get it on console just in case, because it seems to be if you've got like an IMD, uh, AMD. AMD chipset you may have issues like multi-core stuff um yeah and you don't, you don't honestly like an, a standard crash is okay but you really don't want to be dealing with repetitive blue, screens. blue screening like, like that i have a lot three in one stream once Oof. and it's just it's 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 not worth it because you're damaging your computer yeah, when it happens yeah, yeah exactly you, when you say blue screen it like gives you a code and, and you type in the code in google and it's yeah like full-on blue screen of death like but you if you google the code it's usually like Windows had a problem. Like, no sheets. No fucking sheets. <laughs> like, games look spectacular on PC and they will always just look amazing. But at the same time, like, every time I think of playing a game on PC, I just, like, I have aneurysms because it's, there's so <laughs> many things that can go wrong. Like, blue screen. I am yeah. extremely concerned for your health. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I mean, you work in games, are you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I usually play a lot of games on console just to like put my mind at ease like yeah yeah but this is the thing right back in the oldie days when i started the old days yeah oldie days i it was just the concept of because i wasn't really good with a controller so i had to learn so like people who've watched la noir know this <laughs> um and the last of us was literally the game where i had to learn a controller or i was fucked yeah because the bow and arrow you can't you can't do that if you don't know what you're doing it's just ridiculous um but so I, I started getting I started getting given games on console because you got it sooner. Yeah. So I had I basically was like, well I've got to I've got to play them on console. That's fine. And then then the shift to like actually, these are more stable as well, especially when you're well, getting yeah, like people are fucking about with hair works yeah. and shit. Arkham yeah. Knight like Batman Arkham Knight was unplayable and removed from Steam. Yeah. And when that kind of stuff happens. It, it, it's a no-brainer to pick a console just because you're like, I want this game to run nicely yeah. and have a great experience. Yeah. And luckily, Metro was so good and the patch at the end kind of was a nice little fix for everything yeah. um, that 
I've come out of the experience enjoying it. It was a bit turbulent. Yeah, yeah it would have been nice to not have occasional crashes, especially when you're quite into it. Yeah, it really, it really rips you out of the immersion as well. Like you get really into the game and it's just like, ha <laughs> psych. Psych? Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm two hours <laughs> in. Uh oh, no, I touched a barrel. By the now. way, by the way, your previous autosave didn't recognize either. So you're back yeah. 30 minutes. Woo! Yeah, bitch. That is one good thing. Although I think we're going to find out later down the line that it's partially responsible for the performance issues. Is it's so anal about the saving it's constant nah. so you crash and like you're 10 seconds behind where you were okay fair That's enough what? unless you're in a major cutscene, in which case you're fucked but um yeah so it's kind of hand and that actually really helped with the whole it's it's dying uh, but it did mean that it was constantly saving in the background and that makes me wonder whether that possibly didn't help um, well, that means it might have been a bit too much load for the AMD because mm. I think a lot of people with like NVIDIA, uh, not NVIDIA, Intel, uh, seem to have far fewer crashes. Like you were saying, Cliff. Cliff had like the smoothest ride, right? The issue is, right, because I've got a Ryzen, mm. which is a multi core yeah, like, to the okay. extreme. The Metro engine wasn't made for the multi cores in that aspect, so it's always going to probably prefer Intel. an Intel chipset yeah. because yep. it isn't doing it in the same way. A lot of the older game engines just don't know how to transfer, like put where they put the energy. They don't know how to distribute allowance for whatever it needs. So yeah, it just uses one core, then goes, oh shit, I've like used it all, oh fuck, and then dies. Yeah. <laughs> when it actually, it actually could have used eight cores or whatever it's like um, it's like fine. someone goes to a buffet their favorite dishes run out and they're starving to death and they just ignore all the other dishes that they don't like <laughs> yes exactly and they just collapse onto the floor and they're like i'm so hungry i was gonna say yeah, and I'm they're dying. like and someone's like eat your fucking prawn toast then and they're like no, no. i like it i was gonna say someone who probably hadn't had like sex in like 10 years and they just exploded <laughs> their load <laughs> Like I mean, instantly, you know, my balls thing. are so blue. Help! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So yeah. Uh, to go back to go back to the original uh, topic of discussion, <laughs> uh, I very much enjoyed Metro Exodus, um, oh, so and glad. I would be I would be interested in knowing what you have been playing and enjoying. <laughs> Well, well, me and my blue balls have been enjoying Sekiro Shadow Die twice, oh. so <laughs> it is. It honestly is kind of blue ballsy in a way. The ball buster. The, you mean? Oh my! Oh, it's the biggest ball buster I've ever yeah. played. It's so difficult. Like it's because oh God, it's really? it's yeah. very well. It's very much a Soulsborne game, but the Shit. mechanics, <laughs> the fighting mechanics, are very different to how previous Soulsborne games. You're, are they um, closer to something else? Uh, I'm not really 100% sure, but th it's like a similar fighting mechanics, but you rely very heavily on parry. Yeah. You oh rely God. very heavily on blocking mm -hmm. and, oh and God. very, very heavily on time. There are some enemies being oh able to. No. There are some enemies Deal that don't it. abide to the poise element or the poise um, oh mechanic my God. of the I game. Do have a, I do have a complaint. So there is this thing called the Makiri counter. Mm. That you, uh, the first time that you fight the, this boss, I can't remember his name, but he has a big pike and he looks like a one of the I, knights. I have seen gifs of him. He yes. looks, he looks like one of the knights out of like Monty Python, the Holy Grail, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, 
And the first time you hit him, it goes, oh, by the way, Makiri counter. And you're like, oh, okay, right, yeah. I, I'm dead now. Cool, I'll just go and learn it. So you go and learn it, and there's this undead guy that you can practice all the counters and different Oh, moves the guy that's on. in the main hub, mm -hmm. main hub area. The guy that's at the temple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he teaches you the Makiri counter. He teaches you the timings. And, and I got the timings down, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna I'm gonna smash this guy now. I got this, and I get there, and I try to do the counter, and the timings are completely different with this guy than they are with the yeah. undead guy. So it, I'd learnt all these new timings, <laughs> and then had to relearn the timings whilst fighting the guy and dying over and over, and making people in the game start dying dragon because rot, I kept yeah. dying because oh, no. of the freaking dragon rot. So I was like, oh, well, I'm a monster. I am an Good. absolute monster because I'm just, and I got to the point where I was like, oh, someone else is dying. Well, fuck her. Let her die because <laughs> this guy is pissing me <laughs> off. Like, I <laughs> You literally lose the will to live, honestly. I spent three hours on this one guy and I was so angry. And then, and then, and then I just got him and I had the tiniest sliver of health left. And it was like the biggest, like, like if, if I could have a non-orgasm orgasm, that that's was what it. it would feel like. Yeah. Like that kind of feeling that just elate, pure elation. And that's why the game, you keep that's, going that's, back to it. Because no matter how much yeah. it busts your balls, no matter how much it whips you harder than you've ever been whipped in your life. And you just hate everything and everyone. As soon as you... It's the feeling of actually succeeding and actually killing it. And you're yeah, just like, it's oh like, my it's God. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been really enjoying Sekiro. I haven't gotten very far in it yet. Um, but I am looking forward to playing more. Mm -hmm. And actually beating it. Because yeah. I I'm I, I know people who've like, I've, I've just finished my second playthrough of Sekiro. I'm like, well, oh. stop fucking bragging. All right? Like, some of us, <laughs> some of us are really on the struggle bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I really do like it. No, it's good. Despite despite my bitching it's, and saltiness, it's a standard Soulsborn, you know, Dark Souls blood. Like it's you're gonna go through the same thing. I, I mean, I love Soulsborn yeah. games. I bloody love them. No, this is this so. is probably like I wasn't surprised when the reviews were coming out and they were like giving it like nines and like tens and stuff. But like it's genuinely mm -hmm. amazing. And considering it's like I've just realized this, and I don't know why it's taking me so long. But like from software, usually do games that are like very English medieval kind of like setting and based and this is the one feudal. yeah like feudal and like this is the first one where it's like yeah. japanese this this is literally cool. their but thing. it is feudal it is feudal it's worth pointing it's out. like feudal japan yeah yeah they've gone they've gone same time zone just different different place well that works for me that works for yeah me. and, and it's, it's a really underrepresented area we've only got this and like ghost of tsushima coming out soon yeah and yeah and that's not coming we don't even have a release date for that and yet, we've so. we've had we've had people begging begging for, for ages for like assassin's, assassin's creed, creed Japan. To to Japan. Yeah. oh yeah oh it's like and it's it's like it's not gonna work for assassin's creed possibly we've also but had shit in china sekiro, sekiro is this has would. got a heavy stealth element so potentially yes. like stealth samurai type stuff for Assassin's Creed yeah. could work and in I, the end. I suppose so. you could if you're shifting it to the the new Assassin's Creed style. Mm. It could work because it is heavy weapon. Yeah, with like, the kind of like RPG with the kind of learning uh, heavy we heavy weapons, um, yeah. upgrading your skills, or archer, things like, like that. Japanese archer is a thing. Yeah, yeah, um, etc. No, it. Yeah, I I'm I haven't yet played it. I think the plan is probably to play it tomorrow. Now we finish Metro. Nice. I, I would I would I would say um, perhaps um, don't drink don't like like drink don't 
Uh, don't stress drink wine until afterwards because you will not get any better. <laughs> yes, no, I learned that with Darksiders 3. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, tomorrow I've got the gym after the stream anyway, so that's probably a good thing because I could go and push the salt at like lifting. Out your paws. Just, just be like, oh. And he's like, you, you're lifting really heavily today. Like, you seem to have lots of energy. <laughs> How you do it? And I'm it's just like, rage. fucking <laughs> primal rage. Primal <laughs> rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be terrible at it, but I'm going to, so basically this week is the week of hopefully finishing things. So we finished Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh. finished Metro. And I'm hopefully going to try and finish a bit of, I'm close to finishing Red Dead, I want to say. I don't think I am. But we're going to do a bit of Sekiro around that. I can't I believe you still... Awesome. I know I know. there's been a lot going on, but like, god damn. I know. It's it's just such the longest fucking <laughs> game. And it came out at such a bad time for me because of... I don't know. Spy, was it Spider-Man? There was... There, so many Creed, games came Red out Dead. all at once at the beginning of this year. I, had, I don't think I have rough. ever seen so many goddamn games come out at the beginning of the year in my life. It is, it is the busiest first quarter of gaming we've had for... Ever. ever i think people ever say. and i think and i think the big kind of a thing that makes has made it so hard to like plow through content uh, and actually get through games is that so many of them were like big triple a yeah. long ass games it wasn't like one or two rpgs oh, and no, like no. maybe a shooter game and then a bunch of indies it was like no. oh do you like triple a do you like you open world triple a yeah. and some more do you like more? spending five hours in kingdom hearts doing not a lot finding <laughs> ingredients <laughs> then this is the game for you i mean that's possibly why i liked metro because actually it clocked in at under like 10 it, hours possibly it, i don't it know it started linear and then it opens up a bit and then it like goes back to linear which is but it's quite, yeah, it's very small yeah. uh, open yeah. world. It's nice. It's quite confined. That's, it's like, I could do a bit. Fuck yeah, off. well, that, that's, what I, that's what I really want. Like, don't get me wrong. I love open world games. I love, you know, side quests, looting, blah, blah, blah. But like, I just want something linear. And Devil May Cry, speaking of, is a, a linear game, which was just such a nice welcome thing. I understand now where Bayonetta came from. Oh, yeah. From. Oh yeah, it's insanity. Because I, I played Bayonetta first and everyone was like, oh, it's from DMC. Like I fucking would understand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means. It's like, no, I get that now. In fact, if anything, Bayonetta's more ridiculous. Oh, it's more think, over the top now. compared to DMC, I feel. Which is silly, but I, I loved DMC. It was good. So I much. finished it. It was good. I was absolute shit <laughs> at it. But I loved it. I loved V's playstyle. I really liked um, his playstyle as well. I thought I would hate him, but like I, I, as soon as I got a hold of him, I was like, "Damn, son, you pretty OP." And then Dante's, yeah. I think Dante's the best. V is the second, and then Nero, yeah. Ugh. I'm not I'm not too. Enthused. <laughs> I, I, I just struggled. I struggled with like depth perception a lot of the time. Really? For me, like, I don't know what it was, but it's like with V, I'm not having to do anything myself. Yeah, it's... But with Nero, I kept struggling to go like, am I close enough to do an attack? Because he weird. was the only one who and didn't then... have any supernatural, demonic, yeah, mumbo jumbo. Yeah, like Dante, I got the um the nunchuck fucking mm. things, the Cerberus mm. things, and was like, these are the best things ever. I could just do whatever, but oh, three different. What weapons. about the Brilliant. motorbike that you can <laughs> fucking? Dual oh wheels. my god, the motorbike. Radders, there is a dual wielding motorbike as a weapon that you can also ride. That's insane. It's absolute yeah. fucking insanity. It's so beautiful. I killed a boss with it. It's so <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> It's so good. 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was enjoyable. I didn't think I would enjoy it in the slightest, but I was like really happy with it. I would give that like a like an eight to be nice. honest. But the other thing, the big thing, is the end of The Walking Dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. That would be my big thing. Um, it's done. It's finished. We're not going to talk about spoilers. Don't panic, anybody. <laughs> um, it's, I haven't done the final episode yet, so I I need to get on that. Yeah, it came out like what yesterday um, the within day the week, honestly. It came out, yeah, two days ago. Um, no, yesterday, sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It came out yesterday. Um, and so I played it, but actually Skybound put it out at 4 a.m. Instead of normally we get it at 6 p.m. So you're like, yeah. well, I shit, I have to wait around all day. So it's perfect. And you didn't have to. I could start the stream, get it done, and then go into Red Dead, which was great because it meant I got like fucking sadness and death and peril and all kinds of shit in The Walking Dead. And then went into Red Dead and just more of that. Where were you up to great, in Red Dead? It was without Red Dead. like spoiling anything for because I know Rados hasn't. Epilogue one. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Oh god. Yeah. Oh boy. So we ended, gee, literally we <laughs> ended the stream. So I played the end of The Walking Dead, and then we played the end of chapter six up to epilogue the epilogue. And I was like, right, that's the end of the stream. Bye everyone. Oh my it just god. sort of like went up and cried. Went it w- just went like went. That the is fuck is going traumatic. On? <laughs> How are you not like? It's so traumatic. Oh my god, it's horrible. You poor thing. It, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But Walking Dead, great. I think they did a really good job. Uh, obviously, it's worth pointing out the Telltale storyboarded the fuck out of it all, and a lot of it was pre-done because um, people are doing a lot of praise just to Skybound still. And it's like, no, that team has done a lot. A lot of yeah, work. we can't we can't forget the fact but we that we have to remember the there telltale is a Telltale people. team yeah. who puts so much work and so much love into this game series, and mm. it, the actual like team themselves, it is not anything to do with it, with the team as to why Telltale failed, and they deserve recognition and to be remembered for the the yeah. work that they did. And bless Skybound, thank you so much for picking it up and finishing it for us yeah. because. As uh, us as fans who have been supporting the Walking Dead games for like seven years now, six years sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. Um, love them. Yeah, love them. They are. Wonderful. It's really nice. Uh, I, mean, I will admit, yeah. I did have concerns when they initially were like, "We're going to take this back." I was like, "What's going to yeah. happen? Is it gonna? Is it just going to wildly swing off for two episodes into some like madass ending yeah. that's clearly just been made up on the yeah. spot?" And no, but no, they respected the previous It's really nice to work. see that because it's like two occasions that I can think of that happening. It's not just games, but like when Brooklyn Nine-Nine got discontinued or whatever. And like, mm. what, what was it? NBC that picked it up, I think. So it's nice to see that yeah, like so. when something gets canned or, you know, they stop, they want to stop doing any more work on it. That like there is an opportunity for another company to come in and be like, let's pick it up let's do it justice so yeah so yeah, exactly. so yeah so so I, I could speak for all of us when we say that we really appreciate skybound for getting it finished yeah. and and and, and yeah. doing that for us for the fans um and i i personally cannot wait to play it and uh cry and wish i was dead it's an interesting conclusion and i am uh pleased with how they handled it and that's the most okay. neutral reply i can give you <laughs> that doesn't okay. spoil anything um, but yeah, come and find me afterwards. And, um, compare notes. Just, just come to your house and cry. <laughs> just open the door, and there's you just going. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Oh. 
Who dies? Get, get the tea ready. <laughs> oh god. Who died? My soul did. <laughs> it's mad that like games can do that. Like I know it's like I think it's I don't know if it's more intense than movies or TV shows, but like you are that character. You are playing that. Honestly, character. I I have a much more visceral reaction to video games yeah. than I do when I watch movies or listen to music or TV shows. And you know, especially with these like kind of games where there's like you you make choices, yeah. you play a role, blah yeah. blah blah. You are putting yeah. a part of yourself into that oh, yeah, character, yeah. Um, and so it kind of feels like a, a, a little bit of an extension yeah. of you. I wanted to ask both of you, like, from what game did you, without spoiling, because obviously, like, some people might not have played, but like, what game made you cry the hardest? Detroit, Become Human. I mean, if we're Ooh. counting just numbers of cries. I would say Walking Dead should be up there. Every fucking season, they'd pull at least one thing that would make mm-hmm. me cry. But I wouldn't say... Like, Detroit has gifts of me ugly crying <laughs> from it. So, like, yeah. there's a proper one where I just lost gifts it. Gifts of me ugly crying. Like, well, I love that. the thing yeah. is, your big ugly cry from Detroit, which I know why, Yeah. that didn't happen for me because I made the choice that didn't result in that yeah. guy's death. Yeah, so exactly. I I didn't really have the same kind of ugly cry because it wasn't like I was watching somebody wonderful die in, in my arms. Mm. I was watching uh, a guy be a dick. <laughs> I mean, I did a lot of it in one session. I think actually maybe we played almost the whole thing in one session. What? So I was like, so I, it was a birthday Hannah does, stream. Hannah does big ass streams. It was a birth, yeah, it was a birthday stream. So it was like, this is the special stream. We're going to start Detroit. So I did it in possibly one, maybe two streams. So I was so invested in every single fucking story. So shit like the bit when they're marching down the street with the music, I was just like gone. Yeah. Because I was so overwhelmed by the chanting and everything. Yeah. It was just like, the, this is yeah, so the chanting fucking powerful. And the, yeah. And then the bit at the end, if you get the bit where they Singing. sing, it's a bit cheesy, yeah. but it kind of, it, oh, yeah. it got me. It, the, yeah. the actual, like the words of the song got me and i ended up crying and i was like yeah. a little baby and it was that it was that stuff whereas i feel like in other games like walking mm. dead it's it's only if a fucking lead dream appears that i get caught out mm-hmm. whereas detroit i kept going oh shit this is happening i think that yeah. was part of it is if i'm not prepared for it but then also it was so real and i was playing it for so long yeah. um and then also it's actors that i know and i kind of like from other shows so i yeah. think maybe that helped me get into the their performances so you would say but yeah uh detroit become human uh the walking dead has caught you what what would you say radis um i would say for me uh i i have like two different scales of cry i have oh my god my heart is breaking i'm bawling or i am so fucking happy that i can't help but cry right um and so for like the heartbroken walking dead season one oh god um keep that hair short fucking wrecked me when i actually oh. like selected it as an option hi sweet pea oh fuck oh god and then like anytime i hear the voice actor for lee in another game i'm just like lee oh my god lee's back and then i remember yeah. what happens to lee and i get sad again um yeah. and then of course like i chose to shoot him instead of leaving him because i was like i could never let him turn like I, 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 he, I was just like, you're my dad now. <laughs> I can't let you turn. I, I was so sad. I was so sad playing The Walking Dead. Um, and it, incredibly heart wrenching. Um, and the dialogue, especially in the first season, the connection between Lee and Clem was so yeah. 
wonderful and it, it, it was so like heartfelt and it was really really well written that it, it got mm. to me um and like weirdly enough my hap my most recent happy cry moment um that really shocked me i didn't actually realize i would get that into it um was when i finished borderlands the pre-sequel oh, because yeah. um i had played borderlands one borderlands two a lot i played tales from the borderlands adored it but when i tried to play pre-sequel i tried to play it by myself and i was i, I was struggling with the movement mechanics because there's a lot of like yeah. moon space stuff you got the leaping and the floating in the air and stuff and it, i couldn't really get into it so, as much but i played it recently with another person just off stream didn't stream it just played it for myself because i just wanted to get it finished so i could really understand this pre-sequel story which is uh in between borderlands one and two so there's a lot of like handsome jack involved it's kind of fun um i love a bit of handsome jack he's like the best villain that you love to love and hate uh, you know he's great yeah. he's, he's great oh, yeah, yeah. um but at the end um what shocked me was a um Oh, I can't remember what they're called. The the people that the Vault Guardian, right? Just yeah. a Vault Guardian appears out of nowhere, and I just kind of went, oh, "Holy shit!" And it just like all connected to me, and I was like, "Fuck!" There are more Vault Guardians. There are things that have to be done. The universe has to be saved, and I just like, I was so happy that it all like came together, and I saw it suddenly like clicked all the games in the whole universe together. That I just I was so happy. I cried. You had like a Bioshock <laughs> Infinite moment, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Basically. And I was I I. I adore Borderlands so much. Like I, it's uh, other than like the Mass Effect trilogy, it's like my top game series ever. Well, in that um, case, I'm sure <laughs> you're very excited mm -hmm. about the shit that Gearbox is teasing. <laughs> which is definitely not Borderlands Three. <laughs> definitely well, yeah, not. Yeah. So it's um, Mask so of Mayhem. It's called, isn't it? Or? As of when we're filming today. Um, Gearbox and Borderlands and 2K announced the teaser trailer for Mask of Mayhem, which is being suspected to be Borderlands 3. They've posted pictures of Claptrap on their Twitter saying, ooh, game spoilers. It's got to be a <laughs> Borderlands game. Like, oh, it doesn't absolutely. exist in another world. They're like, oh, like from the tra teaser, it looks like it's going to be a battle royale. Or, oh, it looks like it's going to be a mobile game. I'm like, bitch, no. There is no <laughs> way. There is I no way. The fucking mask. What like, I what? got. The yeah. artwork. My view of the teaser trailer was it was kind of like going through new characters plus old important characters from previous games. And so I don't see that as, oh, wow, look at all these characters that you can play in a battle royale. It feels like it's going to tie in all the all the stories, all the different vault hunters, the different vaults. Obviously, at the end of uh, the Tales from the Borderlands, we got the big old map of all the different vaults all over the universe. Yes. There is so much that has happened in the last seven years that yeah. people people are going to be replaying Borderlands 2 and trying to catch up. But there is, there is like... I, I, I highly doubt that it's going to be, oh, this is directly a year after Borderlands 2. Like, this is directly after. There's going to be a time gap. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe sure there might even be different timelines across a few, you know? I mean, maybe. You don't know. Because you've got a couple of characters from not necessarily different timelines, but, you know, like, maybe. I don't <laughs> know. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll have people that have aged, like, more because obviously they're from 
further back in time. Yeah, and, and then of course you can only have six sirens in the universe at any one time. And at the end of Borderlands 2, a siren died. Yes. So there is going to be at by the probably by the game a new siren that has been born. So how old is this new siren going to be? Because that would essentially determine the time frame between Borderlands 2 yeah. and this game. Because I assume they just age like normal people. I, I hope so. Because I know that Angel Angel was born Angel was born to Jack. Angel is actually Jack's daughter, and she died. Um, and so I would assume that she actually was like she was born a siren as a baby, and it wasn't just like one day a, a siren died and suddenly she woke up. And she was like Ooh, powers. Or or, or so. you have the baby and then it grows up really quickly. That's what I mean as well. Oh well, like that, like weird vampire thing from Twilight. We don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that monstrosity. What of a Twilight? Thing. I was, I was <sighs> fully grown seven years after my birth. <laughs> your, your best friend at school imprinted on me, so he stopped aging, so that I can bang him when I'm I the right age. I literally tried to watch Twilight the other day. It was so bad. It was so bad. I was creasing. I, I creased so much. I think I turned into an origami plane. That's how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Borderlands 3. It's it's possibly... What do you reckon? Do you reckon... So they're clearly going to give us more information at PAX because they're teasing about it, but I would assume we'll get even more possibly at E3. I don't know how E3 is going to be this year because Sony isn't I going. Think I think Capcom have their yeah. own thing. Um... Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Ooh, that which, is, which is great Fucking news. Fucking come on through, Capcom. Yeah. You've done, like, your shit has been so good. Lit solid recently. shit. Yeah, it's great. They also have been doing a lot of, like, social media stuff where they're like, hey, do you remember all these Capcom games? Here's some emojis. Yeah. Here's the titles. These, yeah. these games are great, by the way. Look at all, also, like, really great games. I think they're trying to hype themselves up because they got shit to sell us. I hope so. Well, why would you have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't rent, literally, you're buying the space. You wouldn't pay for the space. It's also worth pointing out. Yeah briefly that's reminded me when we were playing dmc5 mm. we could not believe it was the same engine the resi engine the re-engine re why because it looks better or it is so that whatever they're doing to it because it's also what two runs resi 2 yeah. runs on but mm -hmm. it's also what obviously resi 7 ran on and it's like whatever the fuck you guys are doing the teeth in devil may cry it's incredible are possibly yeah. some of the most natural teeth yeah. i've seen and the way they speak um, as well it, and, and resis as well yes I mean, it's not necessarily all in sync. It kind of goes out a bit, but when it, it's 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 very very natural. It's very mm. nice. No, it looks incredible. And, like really, that engine, whatever the fuck they're doing with it, keep it up. There's lads. something about like mm. Japanese engines. Like there's something I don't understand what they do. They have like some next level testing. <laughs> I assume it's rigorous fucking testing, <laughs> but who knows? I don't. It, maybe it's because they've always had in-house engines and they're not like making shit up as they go fuck knows what they do but it's amazing and i really hope we see more stuff on the engine because it's so good yeah have either of you seen psycho psycho like <laughs> <laughs> knife in um, the shower yeah <laughs> Yeah, I literally yeah, have never seen it before, <laughs> and I just like put it on really late. I think it was after the stream on Saturday, and I was like, "Oh fuck it," you know, never seen it before. I mean, the fidelity of the actual right. film is like incredible because they revamp it and you know, put it to 1080p. Oh yeah, and whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, also when they film stuff, it's actually filmed fucking huge yeah, anyway. Yeah. So it it's actually not that hard often, it, depending on what the film is filmed yeah. on to yeah. produce amazing. So like half of Star Trek's original series, it looks amazing. Yeah. 
because they filmed it on stupidly high level quality yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like, yeah. I'd never seen it before, and I was like, oh shit, this is like really, really, really good. And um, I won't say the 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 you know plot twist or anything like just in case anyone hasn't seen it. But um, the the scene with the shower, like, I have a friend who mm-hmm. like is really into like the filming stuff and like that's his like main job and he says that it, i don't remember how many camera angles or how many cameras that they had set up but it was like a ridiculous amount because of how many different times she gets like sort of stabbed at in the shower and i was like okay really that's yeah. <laughs> that's interesting let me see <laughs> if i can find out what, well how many how many um, cameras were set up in the shower <laughs> yeah i i did not see the twist coming at all not at all that was a big surprise. Uh, oh, hello. They did 26 takes of the spinning shot emerging from Janet Leigh's eye, apparently. Oh, holy um, shit. Just due to the sheer amount of... Uh, oh, they wanted like an optical flicker thing and the technology wasn't available. Oh. So that's how they did it. Um, they hmm. also like removed some frames potentially on uh, to make some like more jarring jump cuts when she's like slammed against yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah. They actually remove a few frames to make it more jarring. Yeah, exactly. It's really interesting because you couldn't. Do, that's all you could do is you could only edit the film, its physical yeah, self, exactly. back then. So yeah, you it was, had to it's do really shit interesting like to see that back in those days because they didn't have the technology and they didn't have the the right kinds yeah. of cameras for the, the sorts of things that they wanted to do. Just how much more creative yeah. they had to be and how much you know how much more they had to do and fiddle about with to get their yeah, shots exactly. right. I have the stat for you if, for, as a perfect example of this. What's the stat? So, there were there were 52 cuts, but there were 78 setups. See? Yeah, I knew it was something Holy ridiculous like that. Holy shit. Yep. That's yeah. insane for one for 45 scene. 45 seconds, yep. basically, yep. that wow. scene. It's insanity. Yeah. See, the, the amount of work they had to put in to get that right. But then this is why Psycho is such a well-loved horror classic. Apparently, apparently it was so like I, I never knew this because like I didn't I knew like a little bit about it but not a lot because I'd obviously hadn't seen it but apparently mm. it was so outrageous that the main character was obviously only there until what was it halfway through the film because of a third a third of the film and apparently. it was so like For this article yeah so like anyway. it was so like unlike the time because like you know films those days you put like a major starlet in it you expect to see it I mean, throughout the film to be film. fair it still happens remember Game of Thrones uh, the fucking mm-hmm. outcry of like what yeah. it's like well yeah, like, back bitches, then you put a starlet thing. in a film you expect her to be in that film from beginning to end essentially yeah but, that's true that um, is true but yeah that's why it was so shocking back then but yeah little little tidbits of uh movie trivia um, have either of you seen captain marvel no i haven't had time to go i mean i'm to be honest i'm not super fussed um, yeah but i'm a marvel whore hannah i don't mind them but i'll quite happily watch them at home i i, I don't mind go like cliff and i'll go see spider-man that's the one we'll go and see because that's his thing oh because spider-man films are good he's also a spider-man comic collector so he's like a true a, a true fan, oh, hannah's game uh, diehard fan <laughs> excuse me um yeah so he he um he likes to go and see them so that's the stuff we do see occasionally we might go and see the others if we've got a few other people and we fancy it but we tend to go and see stuff like so we went and saw a quiet place with jane uh and jarcore so good 
so good. And that was great. Well, the thing is with The Quiet Place, to briefly explain it to people, um, it's like Bird Box, wow. except not <laughs> shit. <Wow>. Um, and <laughs> basically, things can hear you um, if you make sound. If you have a really good cinema and everyone's in on it and it's like, We've got to be quiet. Like, you get immersed into it. Whenever there is sound, it's really precious. And you're like, the fuck? The sound. But I have heard people who've gone to see it and there's been someone there eating popcorn really loudly and that just fucks it for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that's why, like, we go and see stuff that's specifically, like, you kind of want to go and see it with friends as an experience. So we tend to not do Marvel, but... I get that some for some people that's their quiet place. I think I think one of my favorite things about going to like see a Marvel film is I've seen because I've gone to see Marvel films so many times in the cinema. Uh, when um, Infinity War came out, I saw it the first night uh, when I was with a huge group of people in Memphis for St Jude uh, for the St Jude Summit. Um, and our reward for going to the summit and go to the hospital and learning about all the work that they do over there and spending time with the kids um, was a night at cinema to watch Infinity War the day it released. And it was amazing. It was amazing, because I've never seen, I've never been in such a big IMAX cinema. Like in my town, all the cinemas are kind of small and shitty, right? And we're in this huge, 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 like screen in Memphis and it's insane. Um, yeah. They're, well, they go big as well in America. I went to see one of the Superman films. Man, I went to see Man of Steel in LA. And it was I think the biggest huge. cinema in the UK, which I literally never knew about or never even like thought about it, but it's the one in Waterloo, I think. It's the one that's like a circular building. And there was this huge... The giant yeah, IMAX it's like, place it's huge. Waterloo, And yeah. I went there to yeah. watch because it's when Spider-Verse won the Oscar and they brought it back for a week. And uh, I, went, I went there to watch it and oh, it yeah. was insanity. It was so good. Even the 3D, which I don't like 3D, it was amazing it was so good so i know exactly what you mean what i was gonna ask on the topic of like marvel and spider-man because i know you mentioned that clip and you know he's really into it all that kind of stuff but who would you say in i want like even if it's like cartoon shows or whatever across video games movies who would you say is the best representation of peter parker you have ever seen Actor, I mean, even in like Spider Verse or any Spider Man cartoon you've ever seen, or even the game, it is a difficult oh one. Oh God, it's hard. It's that that's quite. If you're saying like, it is very difficult. The thing is, I don't know. The only Peter Parkers I know are the film ones and the uh, animated cartoon. We'll, we'll go off what 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 you know because you can't fault you. I, I can't fault you for anything that you don't. It's, know, yeah, really. it's like if you haven't watched the cartoon and it's like got simply the best version of Peter Parker, you you cannot know that. Well, this is this is to your so, own opinion. What I mean is, there's so many versions of him in the comics as well that I don't know about. There's some fucking amazing ones. Literally, I think it's called Ultimate Spider-Man, the current run, where it literally turned up today and he waved at me, which is why I'm aware. Is one where Doc Ock possesses Peter's body and becomes Spider-Man <laughs> and does a better fucking job. Um, that which that's sounds hilarious. sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. So I I love the concept, but arguably that's not Peter Parker. No. Um, I would probably say that the current one is the closest. What, Tom But Holland. I have a soft spot for Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2 because Alfred Molina is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that that film in itself, mm. like, I have to count it. 
just even if it's just because of it's their kind interactions of difficult and all to the say. shit that goes on there. It is difficult to say because there's so many renditions. I I mm, would agree yeah. with you. Because two, people hold that two up there highly. That was like when the Spider-Man game came out, people were like, where is Masoo? Masoo. Because I want to remember Spider-Man 2. It's like, calm the fuck down. Like, they're working on it. And people get very Let cross. them add it. Let them Let them, let them, let them buy the permissions calm. first, you know? Like, they can't just yeah, make I w- shit. Yeah, I would personally say that um, Tom Holland is the best representation oh. of young yeah, Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Peter Parker yeah. is a mm-hmm. kid. Let's like Peter Parker is yes. actually a, like a teenager. He is supposed to be a bit dumb, a bit silly, a bit witty. Yeah, you know, a, a little bit naive in some aspects. It's worth pointing out that his Spider-Man, alongside the Tobey Maguire, really early on when he has the like I can't do any more scene, they represent potentially some of the best. Like I can't juggle all the shit at once, but that's part of Peter. The fact that he is overwhelmed. It's the most realistic representation of what a superhero's life would be like. Yeah. I just feel like in 2, it was so tragic though. Like he literally got fucked by every single thing that could have possibly happened ever. Like the shit with MJ, the shit with his job, the shit with the university, the shit with his arm. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what are you trying to do to the poor boy? Like <laughs> give Peter a break. Yeah. Yeah. But in a way, I, I kind of like it as well because Marvel is often, DC is often too dark and Marvel is often too light. And I felt that two kind of dabbled nicely into dark. Um, but the, the only downside to the modern one, at least for, for Cliff, and I, I know um, mods like Jarcourt who came to see, uh, no, he didn't come to see, came to see Into the Spider-Verse with us actually, I think it was. Um, they both feel, and I kind of agree, that Tom Holland is great, but the it's more like Ferris Bueller's Day Out than a Spider-Man film. It's a lot of like, hey gang, yeah. let's go to yeah. the place. Oh no, the thing yeah. has happened, which is not quite as... And I get why they're doing it, because it, it's much more... It makes much more sense to have like... The yeah, Scooby I feel gang. like Tom Holland kind of nails the, the intended personality. Yes. Yes. But yes. maybe the films aren't quite right in the setup of everything. We had Tobey Maguire. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew... Andrew Garfield. Sorry, I forgot about him. (laughs) Into the (laughs) Spider-Verse. Then we had the Amazing Spider-Man game with that version. And then we have the million Peter Parkers in the comics. I think the best one is the one in the PS4 version. I'm I'm sorry, but I think I I was actually like, I was going to say that. I was honestly, I was going to say like, I I have a soft spot for Tobey Maguire. I know people are going to hate me for this. (laughs) Spider-Man (laughs) 3. I just, I can't, I can't get over just how fucking well Tobey Maguire nailed the kind of insane, egotistical, like, infected venom type thing. Like, it was so funny. It's like the most brilliant comedic (laughs) relief. It's so bad, it's good. I love it. But I honestly, I really, really enjoyed the version of Peter Parker in the PS4. Is it Yuri Yuri Lowenthal, as in Spyro? He's older, he's more experienced, he's already beaten the baddies, and he's got like a rapport with them. Also, he did all his lines. Yeah, exasperated. Twice. And he did them breathless. So good. These tiny little bits and just like the personality of like this slightly older Spidey who's still a bit of a joker. It seems that he can cope a little bit better with the responsibility and then you don't have to deal with that like annoying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my shit because yeah. I can't handle the Fucking world. MJ and fucking at me. Like we've seen, we, <laughs> we've seen this in every <laughs> Spider-Man iteration. He is also, because he is in that slightly older time, 
you've got yep. a lot of the older villains are dealt mm-hmm. with so it's nice because we're past Doctor the origin Arkham. shit we're into yes. that we have miles as well yep we have a potential trilogy with yep. a story arc where miles becomes spider-man yep. and i am fucking living for that because it means more spider-man yeah all right well do we want to go into questions really quickly? Yes. Let's let's look at the hashtag Ask Shady questions asked on Instagram and Twitter. So we're going to open with a fairly shady question, actually. But sure. Wait. What is your opinion on what J.K. Rowling is doing at the moment? I love Harry Potter, but I kind of feel she just needs to let it go. I, I don't know if I'd like mention it to you guys. I know I'd mention it to a couple of other my friends, but I just feel like it's like... You know that meme where it says nobody and it's just like, it's like blank and then you've got the person underneath. So it's like, JK Rowling, by the way, Dumbledore fucks men. Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck (laughs) up. Stop it. For JK Rowling to be like, yeah, that's fine. Cast a white girl for this. Oh yeah, that's fine. Put white girl on the cover. And then for her to go, actually, (laughs) he's black. So it's just a little bit like, okay, listen, listen, JK, JK, JK. JK. You've done some good things. All right. You've written some good books. You've made many a child's life very, very enriched and happy and given great swathes of imagination. Yeah. Just However, cease. you cannot you cannot retroactively pretend to give a shit about representation. After the fact of the matter. You cannot retroactively go, right, okay, I've made yeah. a fuck ton of money. Yeah. My franchise is now safe. By the way, loads of gay characters, people of color. Like yeah. you can't. No, either stand for it at the time or don't stand for yeah. it later represent yeah when you are doing your thing take the brave leap because unfortunately in this world you is a brave thing to represent other people uh, which is sad also a small tip as well if you want to represent minorities aka the native americans that you randomly gave houses to in america maybe ask them first <laughs> because they weren't happy that you randomly <sighs> made up four houses for the fucking american school using native american stuff and like manhandling the shit out of it. Maybe, maybe, maybe confer with people. <laughs> Just a general, a general cultural rule is you go and have a fucking chat first, at least. Yeah. You know, like sorry, everyone shat on you for centuries. Is it all right if I appropriate <laughs> your like various words <laughs> for random crap? I mean, I mean to be fair, that's not that's not a J.K. Rowling issue. That's a a wide issue it is indeed she needs to cease and desist on the topic of that actually i was just i think she's she's tried to do other stuff though and it's just she's kind written of... crime as robert galbraith or whatever yeah. he's called yeah just do that or i don't know right it's another not play. done particularly well but i mean the curse that, that play that she did i think did well but i think i was watching the news when i was in was when i was in the gym and there was a girl who won the guinness book of world records for the most accumulated items of like harry potter collectibles oh no and i think the number was something ridiculous mm-hmm. like uh, i might be exaggerating because I, I don't remember specifically but like nine thousand nine thousand items i would I, that sounds probably about right yeah like it's like i think two decades worth of like her collecting harry potter <laughs> yeah like uh, statues and, and like she got a world Guinness I mean, world record a small part of it. me is just like amazing yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking, where the fuck would I put it? Like her whole it, house is filled. Oh with Oh my! It. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like that kind of stuff. You need a house for. It's like that. It, it's you 
and all of your other stuff or this specific thing. Yeah. Um, I remember Tom Felton did uh, a BBC documentary thing where he met super fans and he went to a Harry Potter house. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And it was a little... He was a little bit, he was very good about it, bless him, but you could tell it was a little bit disconcerting because he just went in. It was just Harry Potter shit everywhere. And the dude met him in a Gryffindor robe. <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, oh no. Oh. But they had a nice time. Oh, oh did they? That's I bet. interesting. At least, at least he's found something oh, that he indeed. loves. I mean, um, I, get, I get loving something, but <laughs> fuck me, lads. Like, chill out. You know? I can't, I can't, I haven't got the energy to collect shit. Like, I, I collected fridge magnets as a kid, and that was enough. I like collecting things, and, like, to a certain degree, like, it's nice, and, you know, you, you fill your house with things that you're very proud of and you, you're passionate about, but that 9,000 times items of Harry Potter, I think not. Like, that, you need to yeah. relax. <laughs> no thanks. I mean, shit, how much money did you spend? Like, when we went to the Harry Potter shop, we, we, we ordered, like, we got we bought, like, a handful of things and spent fuck yeah. loads of money. I bought two fucking hoodies. <laughs> yeah, and spent loads of money. And it's just like, oh my God, this shit's really expensive. Um, We've got a question here uh, that says, do you think we'll ever get to see you guys do a playthrough of any Dark Souls game where you keep summoning each other for all the areas and stuff? Personally, think it'd be great. I can't, though. I'm like, it's like I've got two left arms. And I button mash. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can do a series on the Twitch and referring and, and putting it up onto the YouTube where we we help you get through every game even though you fucking suck. Yeah. Like we can help you. We can help you push past that wall of shit and actually break through into. Right, is such an encouraging friend. It's like you're so fucking shit, Hannah. I know, right? <laughs> oh no, because Hannah's like brilliant at loads of games, but Hannah doesn't get dark souls you yeah. haven't played it enough and unfortunately with pretty much everybody who plays dark souls games for the first time takes bloody ages to get it it's yeah it's um, different yeah i've done i did for honor i did the main thing for for honor i've done dark Souls 3 recently i've done devil may cry although i was terrible at that so oh i i'm sure <laughs> i can have a go i've done odyssey yeah. so you know Let's i've done a lot do more it. fighting games than i did back then so we shall see um so yeah, I, it would be good to do at some point. Yeah. I think we need a quieter time because we've got get uh, uh, Gen Zero coming. It's a lot of we've games. Got, to we haven't tried. I, I want to try out Red Dead online. Oh yeah, we've not done if that. We can because that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Elder Scrolls obviously later in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, by the way, if you're if you're listening to this, there's an uh, an Elder Scrolls online preview thing on the channel on the YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Thank you. Uh, and Fallout, yep. obviously, as well. And Prey, the Prey uh, Typhon Hunter thing as well. Yeah. So there's loads of stuff to do. Mm. We need to put, I guess, Dark Souls on the list. We, I'm keen to do that. So even if that's like a live stream thing or... Um, oh my God, there's a... Yeah, I mean, we could do it on the Shady Ladies channel. We could even do like... Yeah, upload it as a video, as it were. But um, if you guys have any suggestions on what you actually want to see us play, I think we've seen a couple here and there saying, you know, we, we want to see you do this and that, etc. But mm. if you guys have any like genuine interest in us like doing a playthrough of something, just let us know. Let us know. Thanks. You yeah. can tweet us. You can let Please us do. know in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also put it in Ash Shady. Uh, yeah, the hashtag Ask Shady. Um, so yeah, like just let us know. Like it, it's very likely we already will know about the game, but. You never know. Sometimes stuff catches us out. So yeah, please do. Mm -hmm. Please do ask. Yeah. Um, it's always nice to hear what people want to see as well. Yeah, exactly. And live um, streams should start by... They should have started by the time this goes out. Yeah. 
-hmm. In theory, in theory, I don't know when this is going out, but it's certainly not going out before next week. Not so before next week. So we should be alright. No. Yeah. No, because I've got to edit a video about sausages. Lovely. Um, Can't wait. You've seen it. It's yep. going to be good. It's going to be good. I've got a better question. Do penguins have knees? And the answer is fucking yes, they do. Fucking joints on your legs and knees. Snakes don't have knees. Not not everything. Not everything has knees. But um, <laughs> because penguins have such short legs that are quite concealed by layers of fat, um, a lot of people see like little stubby penguins walking around. They're like, oh, well, they can't have knees because they don't. Their joints are. They clearly don't have any joints that move. But yeah, they hold the egg. They don't do they? have knees. I took I took <laughs> zoology. All right. If anyone comes at me and says penguins don't have knees, I oh, will my. fucking murder. I won't. Yogcon, when you see radders, don't, don't ask about penguins. Don't ask about penguins or knees. No. Okay. When you come to Yogcon and uh, you decide that you get you get a space for one meet and greet and you choose it on us, please. Thank you. If you if you come up to me with a detailed diagram of how penguins don't have knees, she will punch you. Um, and that's hard work for her. I will be very, I will be very upset, but I will, I will sign it with a small note about my displeasure. So, <laughs> if you ask her nicely, she'll draw some knees on it as well. Somebody, somebody uh, asked me to draw a dinosaur, and I was like, okay. And so I just drew a random dinosaur, and I just called it the Regretosaur because it looked so bad. It was great. I saw that. It was so good. And then I just do like did like a Diplodocus, and then went, these don't exist. What have I done? <laughs> Next question. What's your least favorite thing slash biggest nitpick about one of your all-time favorite games? And, because it can be a two-parter or you can answer it separately. What was your most favorite thing about one of your dis most disappointing game experiences? E.g. best thing about Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh my god, there's so, there's so much going on in these questions. I have no idea. All right, okay, let's start with the... Let's break it down. What's, what's the biggest nitpick you've got, G, about your, your most favorite game franchises? Or a franchise? Oh, um... I'll just say Halo. Um, should have ended at three. I would probably say. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think when when they're meant to be like, like I'm, bless Assassin's Creed. I love Assassin's Creed, and they they've they've made like some amazing titles over the years. But it was literally meant to be a trilogy. Like it was only meant to How be. How fucking dare you? I love them. I love them, and I'm not saying that they <laughs> the better have... shit is later. I know, I know. But Black flag. <laughs> it literally should Odyssey. have. It literally <laughs> should have been three, though. It should have been Ezio, but then they just decided to keep. But like, but you do, you you do realize that Ezio is a trilogy, but Altair existed, which makes it four. G four. Uh, that's true. That's true. Four. But it was meant to be three. But like. I think sometimes when when there's an oversaturation of things, but like I said, not saying that they're all bad because there are some absolute gems in the Assassin's Creed series. Yeah, but they have shat them out. Yeah, like when there's an <laughs> oversaturation of things, like I can compare it, like the, the quickest way to compare it is when you've got like a show like the CW that churns out fucking episodes like it's going out of fashion or when, yeah. you've, got, when you've got a TV show that <laughs> churns out 10 very solid, good quality episodes and they only come out every two years. Yeah. Like, well, I think they've realized that now. It's taken them, literally, because we had... Well, I say it's taken them this long. As soon as they finished Black Flag, they started on Origins, which meant that they stalled for like three years. Yeah. <clears throat> but installing in the three years, mm -hmm. they gave us other games in the meantime from Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Which, 
on the one hand I liked, but on the other hand, maybe maybe they should have had a break. I don't know. I think it's good to have a break, yeah. take a step back, understand what went wrong, what went right, redo, you know, take a fresh perspective. Yeah. Yes, there's different studios, but like too much of a good thing. Yeah, it's oversaturation. Is it's it's literally you're seeing in Assassin's Creed, you see different studios making different games. And that's yeah. how they've done it. It's the same with I think it's COD. Oh, I can't I can't stand it. I can't well, stand it's same, yeah. it's same with like Borderlands. Borderlands pre-sequel was made by 2K Australia. Ah, yes. Um, and it's an entirely different team that was working on the other Borderlands, uh, other two Borderlands games. Um, and you can see there's quite yeah. clear differences in um, like play style and things like that, mechanics, story writing. Like there's there's a lot yeah. of differences. Um, there's a balance though, I think, because you can't do what arguably Gearbox and uh, a Square have done with with Borderlands and Kingdom Hearts and waits like seven fucking years. That's almost too long, and I get why they've had to. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, I. Well, they had like Final Fantasy fifteen, which um like got in the way, so to speak, or they were like working on that, and because like even that was like an I think people I coin it as like an unfinished masterpiece because it's a fucking brilliant game. It is, but I haven't finished it. I gave oh, up. Oh, bitch! I just went. It's too big for me. It's too fucking big, bitch. That's can we isolate that audio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch! Look, I'm sure <laughs> someone would have done it if it makes it through <laughs> to the edit. Someone will do it. That is Look, the. I, it'd be fine. That is the one game where I cried like a fucking bitch at the end. Okay, I sobbed. I ugly cried at the end of that. Oh wow. Yeah, that's like one of the only games that's made me do that. But I feel like I need to have investment in Final Fantasy to do that. You know, no, that's Whereas, the thing. I, but like, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, lo- I loved the boys in it. Don't get me wrong. I, they loved them all and all of that shit. And I think I still have the game installed on the PlayStation with the save. Yeah. But it was too much, especially at that time. It's, it's effectively an MMO in terms of the time you have to put in. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It was hefty. Um, it was. Yeah. But I, I would love to at some point go back to it. I don't know when. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I is that your least favorite thing then or your nitpick is like games put too much shit out. Yeah, like when there's too much of a thing that is good, like to, when you're overdoing it, when you're oversaturating the market with that one good thing, you're yep. you're essentially devaluing it by like churning out so much bullshit. So yep. yeah, just just turn it down like when there's when you've got a good thing then like like with one with what from software do they do dark souls they did bloodborne and then they did Sekiro but they're very evenly fucking spaced out you know what i mean yeah so yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably my nitpick uh radis um oh gosh um going back like i i was just thinking about this when you were discussing assassin's creed i i'm still to this day salty about how they treated Desmond. No. I don't like Desmond. No, he did not. He should have been nuked off the face <laughs> of the planet as soon as he appeared. Soulless demon of but hell. Like, why? Why you? No, but, but why you gotta fucking like blue balls me like that? Like they just it's like great ended it. They got rid of the motherfucker. And then didn't explain fucking anything to do with the, the apple. I mean, they never were gonna explain that shit. But like, I mean, yeah, but they, but they, but then why, why, why was it so central to the story if they were never gonna fucking explain it in the first place? Like, if you couldn't finish it, if you didn't know how you were gonna end the storyline, don't start it. I'm sorry, don't fucking start it. <laughs> anyway. No, but I, I, I think we, like, collectively, you and I have come to the same, the same decision, which is Desmond should not have been there in the first fucking place. I just, I can't. 
His dead little eyes just make me so angry. Like, fuck him. Desmond was pretty soulless, and actually the supporting characters were the, the things that carried him. Um, I agree. I agree there. But I, it's the frustration at, like, just bluntly ending the story with no resolution and no actual ending. He endured the same fate that, like, what was a subject fucking God knows what endured. You know, the guy that got trapped in the Animus? So oh, yeah, yeah. They just advanced the Animus technology so far at that point that they didn't really need any of this stuff with DNA Desmond. shit. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's part and reason why... Because um, by the mm. time we get to the later Assassin's Creed, it's like, hey, random motherfucker. Hey, I've got my portable animus. I'm just going to hop inside it. Let me just it pull it, it out of my fucking ass and you can jump yeah. in it like a, like a pod. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Okay. Anyway. It's amazing. I love it. Because it means we can have stupid concepts. <laughs> like, I'm in a tomb in Egypt with a fucking mummy. Which makes almost no sense, but also <laughs> is brilliant. Because it means, yeah, we get, we get Egypt and we get Greece and all this. Yeah. No, they've come a long way. Yeah. They're good. Oh, what's my biggest nitpick? Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. My all-time favorite games. I mean, I suppose we could do gaming franchise and just say Angel of Darkness. Because <laughs> you've covered Desmond, <laughs> so, and, yeah. so fuck it. I was literally just thinking of Tomb Raider as I was the, waiting for you to what, speak. What worries me is, because so Kaf and I are playing through them on his channel, right? I'm in two. We're doing two at the moment. I'm doing fucking great, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Considering it's underwater at the moment, and I fucking hate underwater shit with sharks and stuff. I don't like it. Uh, part part of that is down to Tomb Raider. Why you don't uh, you don't like underwater segments, Hannah? Fucking freaks me out. I fucking know. Did you not see me? I, I know. know. <laughs> like the fucking eels in the latest Tomb Raider. I just got so angry with them. Yeah. And there's eels in two, and I didn't realise. And Calf didn't tell me, and I swam into oh. some eels, and I was just going, Calf, why are there fucking eels, Calf? And he's like, just swim, it's fine. I'm Angel like, of Darkness. Eels is the one that flopped really hard and it's just a revamp of the other ones, right? Right, so Angel of Darkness, I'm not going to go into it in like huge detail, but the gist is it <laughs> bankrupted and killed an entire studio. Yep, yep. It was, it was, effectively it was crowdfunded, but not. So the sponsors didn't have enough money. So that's why half the, la half the like open world maps are soulless and empty like Paris. Oh my God. She was supposed to have a leveling system, which yeah. is why she's so shit yeah. at the start. It's so fucking buggy. Yeah. And it just, basically, it's the anomaly in the series that not only killed the franchise almost entirely until it was saved. Even the developers said that, it, they said that it's literally a piece of shit. Like, I think one of the main developers, yeah. There's a quote of them saying it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, we hated this thing. Yeah. We basically just had to put it out for money. Like, um, like France. It's, it's so bad, and it's coming up, and I have to play it because I'm playing the even number. Oh, God. So, oh, no. Angel of Darkness, you motherfucking piece of crap. Hannah's coming for you, bitch. <laughs> I tried to load it up on my computer just to see if it was as bad as I remembered. Won't even fucking launch. <laughs> oh, my God. Gets to the menu and it crashes. So I'm like, maybe we don't have stuff. to play it. Yeah. And then Kaf was like, it's all right. I've got a PlayStation. If one else fails, oh, I'll guess. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I don't want it. There's one guy in in front in the Paris segment where he's literally like a like a really small, frail, old like guy, and he's just like, leave me alone. I'm busy. Leave me alone. I'm busy. It's like and it's he won't talk to you unless you go and speak to someone else yeah. at a specific time, and then he's like, yeah, I got all the answers to all the shit in this place, yeah. and you're like, 
What? Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy. It's like it's such fuck? a fucking stupid act. It literally is that. Yes. Leave me alone. alone I'm, I'm busy. busy. It's like oh, we should put what it in the accent. If you got, we, we should put it in the podcast just so people can hear. It. It's so fucking I will, hilarious. I I will try and find it. I know Cinemasca. I assume we've both seen the Cinemasca yes. video on it. Yes. Um, yes. Which yes. is why we both knew <laughs> about. Leave me alone. I'm busy. <laughs> um, go and watch the Cinemasca video on oh, it. Oh, angry really name. He talks about um Tomb Raider five. So, uh, uh, Revelations, whatever the fuck that one's called. Yeah. And Six, which is Angel of Darkness, and talks about why they're the worst. I yeah. dispute the Five one, to be honest, because I enjoyed it. Um, I do see his point, but Six is the fucking worst. And he lists all the reasons why, including some of the best bugs. <laughs> like her eternally screaming when you oh, die. Ah, it's like a loop it of death, isn't it? It loops, yeah. and it persists through saves, Radders. Yeah, it's so bad. I need the link to this like YouTube video, because... I'll find it. You'll love I it. I need to see... I need to watch this later. Right, so uh, I think that's not all the questions, but I think that's a good range of questions. So we're going to leave it here for now. However, please do continue to throw them that way to the hashtag AskShady. All of the links that I have, including the RSS feed, are in the YouTube video for each podcast. So if you're listening to this and go, I want to add it to X app, yeah. go and have a look there and see what you can do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's everything, isn't it, ladies, for now? Um, thank you for listening, everyone. We uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, thank you so much. And I guess we'll see you next time. We'll see you in the next podcast in an undetermined Yay! time frame. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.